She's a North Otago farmer, former winner of the Balance Farm Environment Awards. Jane Smith on the country. Hey Jane, I'm looking at the New Zealand Drought Index map and I'm looking at North Otago, where you're based. You're as dry as anywhere in the country at the moment. Good afternoon, Jamie. Yes, we are. The dust is certainly flying this morning out in the farm, but that's, again, how we, how we roll. And, um, and, again, our hearts go, goes out to, um, hearts go out to those up north that have the other extreme, Jamie. So, um, but stock are looking good here, and, um, and everyone is, um, is reasonably happy, Jamie. I think they just car- uh, they permanently colour in North Otago that colour anyway, Jamie. But, no, we'll, we've had a great season to date, so we certainly are not in a position to, to um, complain about anything, Jamie. Are you having any issues getting stock processed? No, that seems really, really good at the moment, Jamie. Um, and, um, yeah, hats off to the meat companies for being able to do that under challenging conditions um, with COVID still lingering around. So... Um, no, I think it's yeah, good communication with your meat company is the is the key there. Now, I see your mates at Groundswell have put out a press release. I must get Bryce or Laurie back on the show, but uh, they're talking about Damien and James giving out $9 million uh, on 27 students, uh, PhD or postdoctoral level, uh, to work on research and development of a national agricultural greenhouse gas capability plan. That's like 330 grand each. Did they have a point? Well, they probably do have a point. I mean, how many layers of massive costs on supposedly mitigating um, methane um, for the most efficient um, protein producers in, in the world or one of the most efficient pastoral um, sectors in the world, Jamie? I mean, that, that, that is money that should be spent on infrastructure. Um, so actually adapting... Um, rather than necessarily mitigating and destroying economies at the same time, Jamie. So, oh, well, let me stop you there. Do you think we should, because I, I threw this one at Chris Hipkins yesterday, should we fly the white flag on mitigation and go full-out adaption? Well, it's really inter- interesting, Jamie. We are paying the price here because we've actually, the real culprit here is our unhinged obsession with net zero. So that's all flag colours, including the NATS. Um, at a huge cost. You know, we've had zero focus on infrastructure, of which has been very apparent over the last three weeks. Um, we've had the rampant tree planting at any cost. We've allowed a carbon economy to take over over, over the top of an economy that was already um, at a point of failing us. And um, we're destroying communities, communities and our economy at any cost. What Just to wear a T-shirt saying New Zealand killed itself while pretending to save the world, Jamie. So Absolutely, we need to actually at least have a uh, have a uh, stop and reassess and look at the big picture here. So, but no one seems to be allowed to um, dare say that, Jamie, because um, I guess this thing we've we've got, well, we no longer have is free speech. Well, you risk, well, you run the risk of of being cancelled. And on that note, I can't believe that a rampant right winger like you, Jane Smith, is sticking up for a trade unionist like Rob Campbell. Well, it's not so much Rob's, um, Rob himself, because, again, I do have an inherent dislike for trade unionists, and I'm sure he does a reasonable job in his role. Well, I guess we'll never know with the lack of accountability these days. But the process has been really interesting. Um, I've followed uh, a bit like Maureen Pugh's uh, castigation recently when the Nats had this bizarre medieval-type inquisition and condemnation um, when actually she, all she was asking was um, to quantify and qualify um, global warming scaremongering and um, I was appalled that Luxon threw her under the bus and she was sentenced, uh, you know, pro- proven guilty without sentencing and um, she was sentenced to um, further reading care of James Shaw. So that was really, really strange and very twisted by the media as well. And then to see the Campbell saga, 
I mean, he's obviously been this sacrificial lamb in election year. We've gone from one extreme to the other. We've gone from a dysfunctional decision-making um, process under Jacinda to actually uh, a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, which um, I don't really have an opinion on whether he should have stayed or should have go- gone. But, um, you know, anyone that speaks out about against anything now, if it doesn't meet a certain agenda, it's OK if your name's James Shaw or Marima Davison or Ewe activist or Dr Mike Joy, but, you know, gets absolutely slammed, um, be it Three Waters, be it co-governance, be it anything. So um, we're certainly getting castigated for personal opinion, and it really is, to me, Jamie, and I was thinking about this, mo- this morning out in the farm, it's a Trojan horse for, for control and silencing, and it's almost a compulsory lobotomy for all, all citizens type of scenario. And that shouldn't be how our politicians should be able to... Um, you know, they should be able to put some views in there because certain politicians are allowed to do that. And it wasn't so much a view, it was a question, wasn't it? And, you know, in the absence of rational debate, Jane, where are we moving as a country? Well, Jane, do you have freedom of speech on the North Otago farm? Does poor old Blair, your husband, ever get a say? Um, He certainly had freedom of speech this morning when I could hear him across the hill shouting at me, although... One trick I have learned is always stand upwind from him, um, Jamie, so I couldn't hear a thing. Well, I said I couldn't hear a thing. Certainly free speech here. Um, but again, I mean, we've seen this in the agriculture industry as well. Anyone that has spoken out against the status quo, for example, um, with their own levy groups, um, they have been castigated as well. And again, where are we getting to as a society when, um, when we can't actually have that debate and um, can't have difference of opinions and actually have um, some, some, some rational questioning of things, Jamie. Well, there you go. Jane Smith there. Her thoughts on Rob Campbell, freedom of speech, and, of course, Maureen Pugh. I will say in Maureen's defence, Jane, that she makes lovely muffins. We had some when we went over to Agfest. Chris Luxon was there as well. Uh, Nicola Willis mightn't have enjoyed the muffins. She was a bit like a school mum when she was scolding poor old Maureen and telling her to do some reading. There you go. Yes. I better be careful or I'll get cancelled on this show. No, extremely disappointing though, Jamie, and I think I uh, could do better, I think. Uh, what, what are the nets standing for? I'm not, not a lot at the moment, Jamie. From a right-winger, Jane Smith. Thanks for your time, Jane. Thank you, Jamie.